0: Nothing could tear me away from my Count Chocula cereal! Who's that? Good morning. real Dracula! For real? May I have some? You can have mine! I'll sink my teeth into... What? ...the delicious chocolatey marshmallows and Count Chocula cereal.
1: Oh, yeah. And it's part of this complete breakfast, too. How about the monsterful breakfast today?
0: For real?
1: When you think of Halloween, certain things come to mind. Indeed. Monsters. Ghosts. Changing leaves. Spooky, scary skeletons. Haunted houses. Indeed. A chill in the air. Mm-hmm. And for many, the year-long wait for a cereal that is just to die for oh, has finally sure. come to an end. This is the story of the cereal monsters. This is Toys For Us. Delicious.
0: <laughs> Monster. I can oh, chocolate and it's blueberry. How about a bumper sandwich booger lips? It's the most fun in the park.
1: And you're laughing
0: in the dark. That began the nightmare on my street.
1: We oui, it's
0: just a game, isn't it? The Adam Family. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's tired of his flaming top He's got a
0: yen to make a swap So he rides one night each year To find a head in the hollow here. Anything can happen on Halloween I'll put a spell on you Because (laughs) 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 Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 did i scare you scared me after all it is the halloween season it is and everyone is entitled to one good scare my name is richard hunt i'm your host with the most babe <laughs> and with me, as always, is the Igor to my Dr. Frankenstein, my cousin and co-host, Brian Youth. The co host with the most Oh! Yeah. I see. I'd like to welcome you to day one of our special set of episodes, the 13 Days of Halloween. From now all the way until All Hallows' Eve, we'll be bringing you an episode a day. That's 13 Days of Episodes, folks. That's right. Strap on in. We kick off that list with an undeniably well-loved part of Halloween. Cereal Monsters. Mm Mm-hmm. Count Chocula, Frankenberry, Booberry, and their lesser-known comrades, Fruity Yummy Mummy and the Fruit Brute. The Fruit Brute. (laughs) I love them so much that when I decided I needed to have a Halloween-related tattoo, I got the trio tattooed on my arm. Which is awesome. Oh, yes. So, Brian. Yes, sir. Are you ready to open up the sarcophagus and step into the night?
0: I am. Let's go. Just gather around, and I'll elucidate on what goes on outside when it gets late.
1: We start our story back in 1969, we meet up with the powers that be at General Mills. After finding success with their beloved marshmallow-infused Lucky Charms in the late 60s, the serial think tank at General Mills believed that they had discovered the next great evolution in processed breakfast. Something so rich in chocolate flavor mm. that it would turn a bowl of milk into delicious chocolate milk. That's true. So they can't. They were coming up with this cereal at the same time that they released, like, a strawberry-based cereal. Okay. That used marshmallows in it. Mm. And they wanted to deb- debut them at the same time because it hadn't come out yet. Okay. Uh, so they reached out to... Uh, already on the show Dancer Fitzgerald sample Ooh. from the Dare episode, remember? Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh they're an adversi- or their advertising agency that would help come up with a commercial campaign that would personify the products in the same way Tony the Tiger and the Rice Krispies trio um, had become grocery aisle celebrities. Okay. Because it was the late sixties and you know Tony Tiger was uh,
0: fucking but King shit He really was King Shit of the cereals. He
1: was great. Mascot. Ah!
0: Uh huh.
1: Oh. My boss, Tony Jaffe, gave me the assignment. Laura Levine, a former copywriter for the agency, explained At the time, Captain Crunch was very popular, and Tony wanted something funny. Captain Crunch, the cereal, mo- cereal monsters notwithstanding, is my favorite cereal mascot. Oh, good call. Like, just the concept. And the fucking taste of Captain Crush. God, it's so good. It's so fucking good, dude. It's so
0: fucking good.
1: Insanity. In 1969, um, Levine had just been hired by Jaffe. Because there wasn't yet a free office, she worked at a desk in the secretary's area, coming up with, and after often crossing out, a list of possible duos that could represent both cereals while playing off one another in commercial mm. spots. Okay. She doesn't remember what suggestions she gave Jeffy, other than the two he focused on: parodies of Dracula and Frankenstein's monster, monsters, which Levine had dubbed Count Chocula and Frankenberry, respectively.
0: Huh.
1: Names that obviously stuck. Yeah, the whole concept was monsters, but monsters who were scaredy cats. She says mm-hmm. they'd act tough, and they'd, then they'd be terrified by the sight of a, sight of a little kitten.
0: Which is <laughs> well, like, kids are terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. You're like, oh, what? It's like, uh
1: And they're fucking claws, dude. Yeah. Hmm. Jaffe brought the concept to General Mills, which had an enthusiastic response. Since late movies had started appearing on television, the Universal Horror Film Monsters had become uh, familiar to new generations of fans. Sure. Who yeah. had embraced merchandise like Aurora Model Kids uh, and Famous Monsters of Filmland Magazine. <sighs> After finding success with their marshmallow-infused Lucky Charms, um, they knew that they wouldn't have trouble with this.
0: Oh, no. Hell no.
1: No. Levine, illustrator George Cern, and animators Bill Tallis and Bill Menendez defanged them further by making them <laughs> look and sound friendly. Still, Levine recalls that General Mills took nearly two years to refine her scripts, deliberating on wording and design before the other cereals made their debut in March of 1971. Yes, March.
0: <laughs> Boy.
1: Uh, their products were an immediate hit. General Mills added Fruity Yummy Mummy, Booberry, and Fruit Brute in short, or- short order, but the Monster Cereals, as they came to be called, had more problems than their questionable nutrition. Really? In nineteen seventy two, the press delighted in reporting some gastronomic difficulties suffered by children who ingested the red dye used in Frankenberry. Oh. While harmless, it had a tendency to turn their stool pink or red, leaving anxious parents anxious parents to believe their child might be suffering internal bleeding. <laughs> yeah, that's not so great. It's not. That's just like if you eat a bunch of fucking crunch berries, you're like, yeah. Oh, it looks like I digested a smurf.
0: Yeah. It absolutely does.
1: Also in 1972, the journal Pediatrics published a case study that dubbed the condition Frankenberry Stool. <laughs> After being hospitalized for four days with suspected rectal hemorrhaging, a boy was found to have been enjoying the cereal in the days prior.
0: Physicians <laughs> realized that it was the culprit. Oh, fuck. Yeah. How embarrassing would that be? You know, go to the hospital for potential rectal bleeding, and it's just just too much Frankenberry. Too much
1: fucking Frankenberry.
0: Can relate. Yeah.
1: In 1997, with everyone's bowels in orders, uh, the company came under fire once again when a commemorative cereal box featuring Bela Lugosi as Dracula was perceived by some to feature the Star of David. Jewish groups protested offended that a piece of religious iconography was adorning a vampire. General Mills apologized, but didn't record or didn't recall the four million boxes that had shipped. Silly. Well, the community actually had a good reason to be upset. The term "blood libel" denotes an anti-Semitic belief that was perpetrated through the Middle Ages in Europe. Oh shit! And the basic gist of the slanderous accusation was that the Jewish people kidnapped and murdered Christians so that their blood could be used as a part of religious rituals. Oh, fuck. There are 150 recorded cases of Jews being arrested and even murdered as a result of this accusation. Damn. So it's needless to say that's something that the community did not take lightly.
0: Yeah, that's a little dark.
1: When it was perceived that Dracula, our notorious, a notorious bloodsucker, was being depicted as a Jewish monster, mm. it makes sense that General Mills got some angry calls. Okay. Despite the occasional misstep, fans also cried foul when the company briefly made uh, Chocula a live-action character in a vaguely disturbing ad. It, it was extremely fucking crazy. Really? Oh my god! My uh, The cereals have become special attractions for ha- uh, for Halloween since 2010. A rotation of horror mascots are distributed to the stores in the fall, feeding the demand of nostalgia fans.
0: Which is bullshit. It should be year-round. Yes. like A lot of us like to get spooky all the time.
1: Thank you. Some even hoard boxes to resell on eBay. A man in Fort Collins, Colorado who made an unauthorized chocolate craft beer nearly emptied out his town supply. Whoops. Yeah. You know? Hmm. Although Levine had moved on to, other, uh, to another agency before the cereals hit shelves, she's happy to be the originator of the character that has been beloved for Nearly 45 years. Absolutely. And she's not the only one. It comes up often, she says. I do the New York Times crossword every day and remember being very excited when Count Chocula was one of the answers. (laughs) But with the cereals both a regional and seasonal affair, she doesn't often come across them at home. In Los Angeles, I don't ever see them. Really? (laughs) That's so sad. That is sad. You know who does see them? Oh, I know who it is. It's our spooky, fact-finding friend facty. Yeah. The fat in the box. The first images of Count Chocula were drawn by artist George Karn, who also created Lucky and the Trips. Oh, shit. Yeah. Heavy hitter. The Monsters have a record called Monster Adventures in Space. Meh. During the initial production up until the early 80s, the Monster serials were also known for their wide variety of both impact and mail-away cereal prizes. Yep. Mighty items such as posters, paint sets, speedster cars, parachutes, and evil, even vinyl advertising figures were produced. Hmm. Mm. No specific Monster inspired Booberry, but his voice came courtesy of voice actor Paul Frees. Freeze, who also vo- voiced the Pillsbury Doughboy, based his pitch on Peter Lorre. Uh-huh. Peter Lorre? Peter Lorre. On Peter Lorre, uh, a Hollywood screen legend notorious for his acting in thriller and mystery films. He is also uh, the ghost host on The Haunted Mansion. Oh, okay. By 2010, Monster Serials ceased to be produced all year long and had slipped into seasonal only fare. Bullshit. Betty Crocker helped soften the blow with the introduction of monstrous cereal fruit roll-ups, while General Mills released Count Choco cereal bars, which I fucking hate cereal bars. Yeah, they're, they're not little,
0: that, they're mm. they're a little too sweet, and I like sweet stuff. I they're sweet, sweet, and like the milk is, is like congealed at the bottom. Yeah, I hate it. It's mm. it's definitely weird. Yes,
1: there's an account I follow on Instagram called Retro Gogo Gear, and they make like
0: all of this like
1: old. Like classic, like Halloween oh, stuff. Oh, that's right?
0: perfect! Uh, they have a whole fucking series of oh, dude, the I the Serial monsters.
1: So like, I was like, oh, we have to shot them on the Serial oh, monsters sure, episode yeah. because like that's that's the, our bread and butter. That's their bread and butter. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now you. Oh yeah, well there's a there's a really cool Instagram that I follow. A uh, person. Uh, they go by Riddle 10 Customs and they make various clothing accessories for action figures like like those uh, really cool NECA Turtles. Oh shit. Like she makes like a trench coat and hat and all Ooh. that. Uh backpacks for Spider Man's, trench coats for like uh, which it which God, thing. has
1: to be so dude labor intensive. It's all like, like
0: scaled like, down. Yeah. You know? And like the zippers and everything works and everything. It's freaking ridiculous. That's fucking it's crazy, phenomenal I,
1: I I love people's like passion for this. Yeah. Like, you know, like yeah it shows a lot of like attention to detail and just how much they love the yeah. shit that they're doing
0: yeah
1: it's why I like doing this podcast so yeah. much because yeah. like
0: this is an outlet for something that we absolutely adore we when, love
1: when I hear people telling me like oh shit I never knew that about such and such, uh-huh. I'm like yeah fucking me either and that's yeah. why we're doing this because yeah. there's just so much shit in the world that you don't fucking know about until you know about it that's right you know
0: and we're yeah. happy to light the lights on these catacombs
1: oh ah. Very nice. Very
0: nice. And with that, we come to
1: the end of day one of the 13 days of Halloween. Join us again tomorrow for another brand new episode. Until then, remember that you aren't bleeding from your ass. It's just food dye. (laughs) And remember, you will always be a Toys R Us kid.